0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome, Parshas Pahalo It's, um, the Parshashir for this week is going to focus on a Mishnah in Pirkei Ovas. You know, that we've been doing a Shir in Pirkei Ovas. You can check out on my website, www.rabbidonor.com. And just, if you, the drop-down menu actually has in the library section, has a section on Pirkei Ovas, and every single week we do perik Ovis. In fact, also at Mincha Mariv. So in Pirkei Ovis here, I'm doing Perik Aleph. Mincha Mariv, I'm doing Perik Vav, which isn't really Mishnah. It's Brisa, but it's not important. Today, I'm going to focus on a Mishnah in perik Ovis where we are instructed. Asei Rav. Do you know what that means? Rav. It means find yourself Somebody who's going to be your leader, your mentor. The person who's going to instruct you and direct you and guide you and ensure that you stay on the right path. It's extremely important to have good leadership. Now, as an aside, we're now in the midst of a time when there isn't good leadership. We're struggling to find leaders that we can follow. Somebody called me from the UK last week and he said, and I'm not, making here, I'm not making this as a political comment, I'm just telling you what the fellow, a friend of mine for many years, said about the upcoming American election. He said, you have a choice of two people that most people wouldn't want to have as their leader. So how is this an election? How is it, how is it realistic? that you're going to elect a leader of the most important and powerful country on the planet who's not suited to the job. It doesn't matter which party he belongs to. He's not suited to the job. Now, again, I'm not making a political comment, but it is confusing to us that when we have to choose a leader and those who lead us, the choices we have are not necessarily of the highest caliber. What are we to make of that? And what does Judaism have to say about leadership? And I live in the United States. What does the United States, the history of the United States, have to say about leadership? It's extremely important. We need to know what it is that we're looking for in a leader. What are the limits of leadership? And what is the extent of leadership? That's really what I want to focus on today. I'm going to read you a few psukim from this week's parsha. Are you ready? Here we go. So the pasuk says, Hashem al Moshe God spoke to Moshe, and He said as follows: "Kach take the Levites from among the Jewish people and purify them, sanctify them in some way." By the way, I have a personal interest here. Do you know why? I am a levy. So this is absolutely pertinent to me. The and bring the Levites forward, before God and the Israelites should lay their hands on the Levites. Why? Ki. They are formally assigned to me, Mitoch Israel from among the Jewish people, Tachas Pitras, I have taken them for myself in place of all the firstborn of the womb. Of all the firstborn of the Israelites, I have taken them for me. Because the truth is says God all the firstborn among the Israelites whether it is whether they are man or they are beast they are mine from the moment I smote the firstborns in the land of Egypt they were sanctified to me In other words God lays claim to the firstborn of the Jewish nation. Any firstborn, whether they are a person, a human being, or whether they are animals who are born, they belong to God. And therefore, it should have been them who was chosen from among the Bnei Yisrael, but it wasn't, it was the Levites. And here's the explanation. The <speaking in Hebrew language> I have taken the Levites in place of all the firstborns of the Jewish nation, and I have formally assigned the Levites to Aaron and to his children, from among the Jewish people, to do the work, the service for the Israelites. Where Ba'el Maid in the tent of meeting in the sanctuary, Ulachaper Israel to somehow atone for the Jewish people, Israel Negef, no plague will afflict the Jewish nation, Begeshes Israel when the Jewish nation, the Jews come close to the sanctuary. We have here a description and a definition. ...of the hierarchy of leadership of the Jewish people. It should have been the firstborn of every family. For reasons I won't go into now, God changed that plan. And God designated the Levite tribe to be the leadership tribe in terms of Judaism, of the Jewish faith for the Jewish people. There was political leadership... The political leadership ultimately crystallized around the tribe of Judah and particularly the family of King David. But political leadership, and we're going to look at political leadership a little bit later on because leadership is leadership, however you're going to define it and however it's going to be understood, leadership is leadership. When we say, I say, we're not just talking, by the way, about somebody who can be your rabbi we're talking about somebody who can be your leader in every sense of the word and sometimes that sense is going to be a faith leadership, sometimes it's going to be political leadership sometimes it's going to be the leader of the family, somebody's going to ensure that the family is served best in the world, in the choppy waters of the oceans of the world But whatever it is you need to have leadership and there's a hierarchy of leadership First of all, you have the Bnei Israel, who are those who are going to be led. Then you have the Levites. They have been chosen to replace the firstborns. Too complicated to have firstborns leading the world, to lead the Jewish world. Therefore, we've designated a leadership tribe in terms of Jewish faith leadership. It's called the Levite tribe, the Levim. And they, if you know anything about what it means to be a Levite, they renounce their rights to any land in Israel they have their own cities where they live but essentially their lives are completely devoted to leading the Jewish people that is what they do that is their function but even they are not the ultimate leaders because ultimately there within them there is a family the family of Aaron the high priest and he is the leader of the leaders and He is the one who assigns the duties and takes care of the leadership of the leadership tribe. So there's a hierarchy even within the higher echelons of Jewish society. What is the concept of leadership within the Jewish people? How are we to understand it? And this translates itself into all aspects of leadership. Political leadership, rabbinic leadership, ritual leadership... There is an ideal of leadership that is stated within these few psukim where God instructs Moshe Rabbeinu to create a cadre, a group of people whom whom he invests with the power of leadership over the Jewish people. Not everybody can be a leader, not everybody is entitled to be a leader, not everybody is capable of being a leader and we give power to those who should be our leaders and we have expectations of those who are our leaders that is what the sheer today is going to focus on so i've just given you this as a backdrop to a rather broad topic the topic of leadership and particularly at a time when we struggle to find leadership and by the way i i'm just going to mention something which is pretty Uh, time-bound, for those of you who are going to be listening to this sheer on SoundCloud or watching it on YouTube in the months ahead or in the years ahead this may not be relevant to you then but at the moment we are reading in the newspapers about uh, uh, defunding or dismantling police in various cities across the United States in the wake of the George Floyd killing as if somehow taking away The leadership power of the police or the power of the police to take care of us is going to resolve the problem. Why should we have people who lord it over us? They're only going to abuse that power and therefore we would prefer to remove that power from them because life will surely be better if they don't have the power to put their knee on people's necks. That's kind of the logic that one is reading into this particular moment in time. I want to address that from a Jewish perspective. How are we to understand leadership? What are the challenges of leadership? And what are the challenges to leadership from those whom are, who are being led? OK, I think that really sets the backdrop. Let's look at the next piece in the source sheet. By the way, the source sheet is available online, on the website, on SoundCloud and on YouTube. So please, if you want to download it, it's a number of pages. And I'm extremely grateful to Safaria, um, which is an incredible online resource uh, because I found much of this material in a particular source sheet on Baal which was prepared and uploaded onto Safaria. And I have absolutely shamelessly utilized that Safaria worksheet and I'm delighted to present it to you today. Thank you. So, the second source is also in Bamidbar this is later on in Bamidbar, in a parsha about somebody who challenged the leadership. Do you know who, his na- who he was? His name was Korach. Korach was a relative, a cousin of Moshe Rabbeinu, and he wasn't happy. He wasn't happy that the leadership had been vested in Aaron and in Moses, and even though he was a Levi, and he had an elevated position within the Jewish nation, he wasn't satisfied with it, and somehow he wished to challenge it, he was so upset that he wasn't included in the leadership that he challenged Moshe Rabbeinu and he got together a ragtag bunch of ne'er-do-wells I'm not sure that's a word that people watching this show or listening to it use too often but it's important to know it, ne'er-do-wells, people who have aspirations way above their station whose reach is well beyond their grasp that those were the colleagues of Korach I want to read you a few Psukim from Korach so we get a sense of what the complaints were against Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron HaKohen in the first major serious rebellion against leadership in the Jewish nation going back 3,300 plus years. Listen to what the Torah tells us. Vayikach Korach ben Ben Kos, ben Levi Korach, took, I'm not going to go into all the perushim on that, I've given Shurim on that in the past, what exactly it was that he took. Vadosna <speaking> Viram, <in Hebrew> he was together with a, a pair of people known as Doson and Aviram, Bnei Eliov, V'Oin ben Peles, and also another fellow called Oin ben Peles, Bnei Reuven, from the tribe of Reuven. These are the ne'er do wells who associated themselves with the rebellion of Korach. Vayikalu al al They gathered against Moses and Aaron. and this is what they said to them: Rav lochem, you have gone too far. Who do you think you are, Moses and Aaron? Why should you lord it over us? Chol ha'eda kulam kadoshim. The entire nation are holy. Why would you elevate yourselves above them? Over toicham Hashem and among them is God. We all stood at the foot of Mount Sinai. Why are you taking charge of us? What gives you the right of leadership over us? That was Korach and Dosan and Aviram and Oim ben Peles. That is what their rallying cry was. Their protest movement was based on this idea of Rav Lochem, Kulam Kadoshim. That is what they wanted, their, their message was. It was a message of equal opportunity. It was a message of you're no better than us, and we are the same as you. And whatever rights you think you have, we have it in equal terms. And we wish to take on the same role that you have, whatever that may be. That was the message of Korach and Dosan and Aviram and Oin. And it continues. Why would you take charge? Why would you give yourselves this latitude? That you are in charge. That you can lord it over us. So what did Moses answer to this challenge? By Yom Moshe El Korach, Moses said in response to Korach's challenge, Shimu no Na Levi. Very, very clever, subtle, but clever. He said, Listen carefully, B'nai Levi. What is it that you're saying to me? You're saying that I'm privileged and you're not? What are you talking about? You're also privileged. You have privileges that people would die for, because you are from B'nai Levi. You have an incredible privilege of belonging to the Levite tribe. You have been chosen by God in Pashas Ba'aloischah. Remember, we just read it a couple of weeks ago. That's what he said to them. You are B'nai Levi. Think about all those people who protest around the world over various issues and topics and they feel somehow that they have been marginalised or slighted. Think of all the privileges that these people have. If they could only have a sense of their own privilege before they got up and protested against privileges that they feel that they deserve but they don't have. It's just something to think about. Maishra Beinu was simply highlighting the fact that those who protest are very often those who have great privileges. And they're protesting about the fact that they don't have as many privileges as they would like. If you live in a democracy, you're privileged. You have the right to vote. If you live in a democratic society, you're privileged. You have the right, if you're a worker, to belong to a union and to strike. If you live... In a Western country, you're incredibly privileged. You have access to credit. You have access to the workforce. You have access to every possible commodity and consumer item the world could ever come up with. You live in a world of great privilege. Just remember that the platform that enables you to protest is a platform of great privilege. Be thankful that you live in a society where protesting won't result in any kind of removal of those privileges. Unbelievable. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu responded to Korach. He said to them, Shemuna Bnei Levi Remember, people of privilege, you are privileged. Hamaat Mikem Kihdil Elokisrael Eschem Adas Yisrael Is it not enough for you that the God of Israel has set you apart from the community of Israel? Lahakrib Eshem Elov and given you access to him? La voida Savidas Mishkan Hashem Velamoid Lifneha Eda La Sharsam to to perform the duties of God's tabernacle, of his temple, and to minister to the community and serve them, you have plenty of privilege. But you're wanting something more. It's not necessarily true that that more that you wish for will be of great benefit to you. As the English expression goes, careful what you wish for. A wish too far. That is something that we always have to bear in mind. We have to know that when we rock the boat, we're not just rocking other people's boats, we're rocking our own boat. Something that we need to think about. And continues the Pasuk. He has advanced. You and all your fellow Levites. Is it that you seek the priesthood as well? Is it not enough that you belong to the Levite family? That you seek something more? Do you need something more? You know the Pirkei Ovis says, another quote from Pirkei Ovis. Somebody who has 100, he'll always want 200. Uh, uh, Now I've got 200. You'll want 400. Uh, Now I've got 400. It's enough, no? No, you'll want 800. Human nature is such as that whatever you have, you're always going to want more. Says Moshe Rabbeinu. At least be honest about human nature, Mr. Koyach. At least be honest about human nature in as much that you have something that other people don't, and you still want more. The Talmud teaches us that Korach was one of the richest people who ever lived and yet he still wanted more. He still was not satisfied with what he had. It's human nature to the extent that we are able to be objective about the things that we seek in our society and for our lives. Can we be honest about the fact that we're always looking for something more, we want more than we have. Aspirations are fine, complaints and protests maybe not. We need to be honest about that, and that's what Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to explain to Korach in his reaction to Korach's demand, which began with Rab ki ha'eda kulam Kadoshim. and finally the pasuk says, lochein, and therefore. It is against God that you and all your company have banded together. What exactly has Aaron done wrong? So now we have to look at who it was they were complaining about. Revolution is fine if the revolution is against tyranny. But revolution for the sake of revolution or self-aggrandizement is not fine if there is no tyranny. You know, people pursue their own agendas and people believe that they are better than someone else but it's not necessarily true if it undermines the fabrics of, of society and the peace that prevails. Aharon Hakoin was an ish Ayhev shalom shalom says the Mishnah in Perke Avos. He was somebody who loved peace and pursued peace. He was hardly somebody who one could ever accuse of being an underminer of the fabric of society. He wasn't causing any problems. In which case, why are you saying Rav Lochem dichal kulam why is it, as a Levite, in you were given special privileges, why are you trying to remove the leadership status of Aaron HaKohen simply because you would like that role? What's wrong with Aaron? said Moshe Rabbeinu. He's a great guy. Everybody would like to invite him to their barbecue. He's a wonderful person. Why would you want to replace him? why would you want to get rid of him he's a marvellous leader so you see here two things the first is that the agitation against leadership is sometimes motivated simply because people are not satisfied with their status within society and it is not necessarily real to assume that just because someone isn't satisfied that they're Reasoning is sound. It's not necessarily true. Perhaps they're totally fine. They just want something more. They don't need it. It's not important. They still want it. That's number one. Number two, if leadership is good, why interfere with it? They're doing a great job. It's wonderful what they're doing. Why would you suggest that it's so important that you need to replace them? If, of course, leadership is poor, If of course leadership is oppressive, if of course leadership is incompetent, you have every right to complain. By the way, it doesn't mean that you should be the leader. Perhaps we need to rethink the leadership strategy. But if leadership is good, why would you want to replace it or remove its powers or diminish it in some way? That is something that one needs to think about. This is the Jewish approach to leadership coming out here in the first rebellion against Jewish leadership in the history of the Jewish people. And now we have the third source which is B'amidbar Perek Base, the 12th chapter of B'amidbar. This is Miriam and Aharon speaking about, against, Moshe Rabbeinu, they were his sister and his brother. Moshe Rabbeinu was the greatest man; he was the leader of the Jewish people. Listen to what they said about Moshe Rabbeinu. We we need to understand what it is that they were concerned with, that motivated them to have this negative conversation about their brother. Moshe had apparently taken a wife who was a cushi. Not clear who she was, whether she was another wife besides the wife he had, or she was the wife that he had. And what exactly kushis means, it's not important. There was prejudice within the family against his wife. It's not an uncommon occurrence that people don't like their brothers-in-law or sisters-in-law. That's quite a common thing. It's a theme in families. And Miriam and Aharon are human beings. And they had a conversation about their sister-in-law. Whether she was a new sister-in-law or the same sister-in-law. And they were concerned about that situation. Whatever the situation was. And they said, whatever it is they said. And I've given a share on that in the past. They concluded their discussion with the following observation. They said, has God spoken only through Moses? Is he the only prophet here? Is he the only one who's considered worthy of God's prophecy? Has he not spoken through us as well? Yishma Hashem and God heard what they said. He listened carefully to their complaint. And based on what he heard... He drew a conclusion, and that conclusion is presented to us in the following psukim. The first thing is an observation about Moshe Rabbeinu himself. He was exceedingly humble, says the Torah. Among humanity, his humility exceeded everybody else. And on that basis, God said, Pitoim, suddenly, Al Moisha Velaharan to Moses and Aaron, Miriam and to the sister Miriam, to Usha He says, All three of you need to immediately come for a conference in the Oihilmo'ed in the tent of meeting. I need to speak to you all right now. He heard the complaint and he assessed Moshe Rabbeinu as being a great honor of, a man of enormous humility. And on that basis, he felt that he wanted to meet all three of them and have it out. And he said as follows, and he, came down, and he was at the entrance to the tent of meeting. And he called to Aaron and Miriam. And Moshe's there. He's watching what's going on. And this is what God says to them. He said, Listen carefully to these words. When a prophet of God arises among you I make myself known to him. In a dream, in a vision. I speak to him. Moses is not like that, he's not somebody who I appear to in a vision or in a dream he is somebody who is considered a Ne'mon basi. he is trusted throughout my household he is so elevated in his status, in other words how could you possibly undermine his status by suggesting that you are on equal terms with him if there is a great leader Don't imagine that you can supersede that leader, that you can somehow outshine them. There's no one who can outshine Moshe Rabbeinu. That is what God is saying. He may be very humble about it. He may not make anything anything of himself, himself, but this man is an extraordinary extraordinary man. man. And you had no right right to call him out and and to suggest suggest that for whatever whatever reason reason you were were dissatisfied with his his lifestyle, lifestyle, that you you are on equal equal terms terms with with him. Peer el peer boy. I speak, I to, speak him to him as it were, as it were mouth, mouth to mouth, to mouth. Umare Umare b'chidos b'chidos Hashem I speak to him plainly I don't give, I don't him, riddles. give him riddles And he in, and fact, he in fact can, see, can the see the likeness of God, of God. He, is able, he is, able nobody nobody is, able is able to see me in a vision that nobody else is able to see <speaking> in which case, how come, how you, come you fear, fear to, speak to, speak against against leader, to speak against my leader, Moshe Rabbeinu, great, a great Moses. Moses? There's leaders, There's leaders who, who transcend the ordinary, the ordinary aspect, aspect of, life. of life. The ordinary great aspects of leadership. of leadership. They are so great and so fantastic and so incredible and so remarkable. The challenging that their leadership, leadership actually, actually undermines the concept of leadership. Because, because when we look, when we for, look leaders, for leaders, we look, we look for great, great people. people. And when we and find, when we find great, great people, don't find reasons to knock them, to knock them down. Them down. Don't, find don't find reasons to, reasons to diminish them, them to and to dismiss them. them. They are great. And they are greater, they are greater than, than their peers. peers. More charismatic, more, charismatic, more accomplished. accomplished. They can they achieve things, that, things other that other people can't achieve. achieve. And that, and that being the case, the case your, role your role, is not to, is challenge, not to challenge them necessarily, necessarily, but to support, but to support them. them. That, that is, is so important. important. That, is really that is really what you need, what to, you be need to be doing. Continue with, with the fourth source that source I have that in, I my in my source, sheet. source sheets. And this is the piece piece where Moshe Rabbeinu 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 now talks, talks, not to Korach, Korach, but to to Dosson and Aviram, whose challenge to the leadership was not one of resentment because I've got something something but I don't don't have everything I want. want. It was was one one of protesting for the sake of of protesting, protesting, undermining undermining for the sake of destruction, not for the sake of construction. When you are constructive... That's, one, That's thing. one thing. But when you but are, when de- you are destructive, destructive, you don't just you destroy, destroy the people you, people want, you want to destroy, you destroy, you destroy everything. everything. The fabric of society can be, can undermined. Can be undermined. That was Dosson and, dos and Abiram. Perhaps, perhaps Korach had, had, a had a legitimate question, question to, ask. to ask. He didn't, Pre- didn't present it in a legitimate, in a legitimate fashion. fashion. But perhaps, but he, perhaps could he could have said, said if listen, if I am from the tribe of, the tribe Levites, of Levites, perhaps I also, have a, also have a role to play, to play as a Kohen. By the way, by the way, by the way Rashi, Rashi, as Rashi quotes from, quotes Medrash, from the Medrash, Rashi says, Ole Russia, Ole Russia, o if, that was, if case, that was the case, he wouldn't he have chosen, chosen Doson an and Aviram to be his, to be counterpart his counterparts in, his in this revolution, this in this rebellion. He would have come to himself, himself privately in a meeting with, a meeting with, with Moshe Rabbeinu and said, said, come on, and said, Come on, give me, an, a, give me a, 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 a chance and have a, a discussion with Moshe, with Moshe, Moshe Rabbeinu, Rabbeinu a, trusted a trusted servant of God, as to, God, God, as to is, what his Korach's role should be going forward. But that's not what he did. He aligned himself with some of the vilest people in Jewish society. The lowest, the lowest dregs, dregs people, people whose only intent, intent was, to was to undermine and destroy, and destroy namely Doson and Aviram. And I'm not and making this up. this up. Let's see, Let's what, see the what the Torah has to say in, to say in their own, own words about Doson and, and Aviram. By, yishlach by yishlach Moshe, l'kroy le, 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 le Aviram. Moses called to Doson and Aviram b'nei li'a b'yoyim u'loi Even though though he sought sought an audience audience with them, they said, we're not going. Is it not enough that he brought brought us from from a land flowing with milk and honey? To kill us, to murder us in the wilderness? wilderness? By the way, there's no evidence whatsoever that Moses wanted them to die, or that there was any any threat to their lives. lives. This is... Firey rhetoric. rhetoric. This is incendiary incendiary rabble-rousing. As if Moshe Moshe Rabbeinu in some way wanted wanted to kill Dawson and Abirah. There's no evidence of of that whatsoever. whatsoever. And they say say as 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 follows. follows... He All, he, all he, wants he wants is he wants to, he wants to lord, to lord us it us. over us. He wants to, he wants be, in to be in charge. He doesn't care, he doesn't care if we die. He has no interest in us. By the way, that's, the way, that's a legitimate claim against, against leadership. leadership it wasn't, true, it wasn't about true about Osher Osherabainu. Osherabainu. There are some there leaders are whose only, only interest is, is they that they have the power and others don't. And they, of course, course wanted to suggest suggest that that was Moshe's guiding guiding principle. He wanted wanted to be in charge charge so that they shouldn't and that they should be be underneath him. him. And they continued. 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 In fact, fact, not only did he he draw us us out and take us out of a wonderfully wealthy country where we were living a marvellous life. What a lie, by the way you know, they you know they re-writing writing history, they lived in the Egypt as slaves, the slaves. it was hardly an Eret Zovah's But in any, but in even in any event, they suggest that Moshe Rabbeinu had promised them, them that they would they go, to go to an Eret Zovah's Cholavut Vash, but he never, but he never took us there. He says, he says, even if you brought, brought us to us a land flowing, a land with, flowing milk with milk and honey and, honey, and, and given, given us possession of, possession of fields, and, fields and, vineyards, and vineyards, should you gouge, should you gouge out those, those men's eyes, eyes? We, will we will not come. Not come. This, was this was a direct, a direct challenge to Moshe, to Moshe Rabbeinu's leadership. leadership. As far as, as, as Dawson and Abiram were concerned, were concerned notwithstanding, notwithstanding any good that he had ever done, they were not interested. They couldn't couldn't care less. less. We don't want, by the way, the the tribe of of Rehuvain has a bit of a a tina. tina. They have a bit of a a a complaint. complaint. Why? Why? Because Because Rehuvain was the the firstborn. Levi had replaced replaced Rehuvain as the the servants of God, God, as the ritual leaders of the Jewish nation. And therefore there was a lot of resentment among the Rehuvain tribe. And the mouthpiece for that resentment were, two, were people, two people, initially, initially three, because Ben, Peles, Ein ben Peles, joined. Peles joined, but there were, but two, there people. were two people, Ein Ben Ein Peles removed himself, removed himself probably, probably he, at the, with, the with the assistance of his wife of his who, wanted who, wanted who wanted him to avoid, avoid any, negative any negative outcome. outcome. So and Aviram, who were rabble-rousers rabble and, rousers and, and troublemakers, with a history, with form, for creating and fermenting problems in the Jewish nation, and they, and they understood, understood the, the, zeitgeist, the zeitgeist, the resentment, the resentment that, existed that existed within, within their, ranks, their ranks, within, within the Uvain tribe, tribe and, they and, they it, and they capitalized on it by attacking, by attacking Moshe, Moshe Rabbeinu and, and suggesting that they, the they wanted to grab, grab back, back the, leadership. Leadership. the leadership Not because Moshe Rabbeinu, there, there was anything wrong with him, with him. They, suggested they suggested there was, there was but, because but because they deserve, they deserve it more than him So you see what aligned them with Korach was not because they were deserving deserving, but because because they they were were naturally rebellious and and resentful and and angry and that 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 bitterness bitterness was what what underpinned underpinned and underscored underscored everything everything that they did did in the midst of of this rebellion. rebellion. So now we continue continue with Shmuel Shmuel base. base It's a, it's a story of, of corrupt, corrupt leadership. leadership. And corrupt and leadership, leadership is very dangerous. Because, dangerous. because, because corrupt leadership, leadership can, cause can cause enormous problems. Enormous problems. People, People who deserve, who deserve to, be leader, to be the leader, but who misuse, but who misuse and abuse, and abuse, abuse their, their leadership powers, powers, are a grave, are a grave danger, danger not, just not just to the society, to the society which they which lead, lead, but to but leadership, leadership in general. In general. Because who because wants to wants belong, to, belong a to a society that has such, has such grave, grave issues with leadership. with leadership? Listen carefully. This is the this story of the, the two sons, sons of Eli HaKoyein, the high priest the time, the of, the time, the time of Shmuel, Shmuel, of Shmuel Hanobi. HaNobi. And this is, and what, this it is says, what it says. Eli's sons were, were scoundrels, they, they paid no heed to, heed to God. God. This is how the priests priests used to deal deal with the people. people. When anyone anyone brought a sacrifice, the priest's boy would come along along with a three-pronged fork while the meat was boiling, while 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 it was cooking. And he would thrust it into the the cauldron, into the 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 pot, And whatever whatever the the fork brought up, the priest priest would take would take away. This, was the, this was the practice at Shiloh, at Shiloh with, all the, with all the Israelites who came there. Who came there. You can imagine that those people who were wanting, who were to, eat wanting to eat from the carbones became, became resentful of the fact that the kohanim, kohanim would, behave, would behave, in in behave in this fashion. But even but before, before it, turned it turned into smoke, into smoke the priest boy would come, come and, say to, the and say, say to the man who was sacrificing, hand over hand some meat, meat to roast for the priest. In other words, they were extorting them and misusing their leadership powers. For personal personal gain. gain. And if the man man said to him, him, No, I want to bring the sacrifice, and then you can take whatever it is that you want, he said, No. The boy would say, Give it to me right now, I will take it by force. The sin of the young men against God was very great. For the men who brought the carbonas were extremely careful to bring them properly. Aliak's throne was, was very old. This is what it, is says. Is what it says. Here it's Here in, in Pericud base. base. A pericute Peric base. 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 To base. To Pericud base. In small Alex. Aliak was very old. He heard he that, that, that what, his his what his sons were doing, sons doing, were doing and how they, and how they be- behaved inappropriately inappropriate with, women, with women who were doing tasks in the Oihelmyate. And a, and a man of God came of God to alien and he said, So said, so God, said God, I revealed myself your to your father's house in Egypt when Egypt, they were subjects of the house of Pharaoh. Of Pharaoh, Pharaoh. Pharaoh. And, I and I chose them, them from, my from my among all the tribes of Israel to be my, to my priests. Be my priests to ascend, to ascend my, my altar to burn, altar, to burn incense, to incense and to carry an, an ephod before, before me. And I assign to your father's, father's all house, the house all the offerings by fire of the Israelites. Of the Israelites. In, other words, in other words, you are, you a, are a person a of great, great, privilege. great privilege. You are, you in, the are in the position of leadership. leadership. You, have you have enormous benefits because of who, because you, are. who you are. Why then, why then says this says man of God to Eliach Cohen, do you maliciously trample upon the sacrifices and offerings that I have commanded? You have, you have honoured your sons, sons more, than, more me, than me, feeding on the first, on the first portions, portions of, every of every offering of my people, of my people Israel. Israel. The abuse the of power is one of is the great, great threat threats to steady, to steady leadership, leadership and stable, and stable societies. societies. Because, because people who have power become corrupted. Become corrupted. And, while and while it's, that it's true that we need to invest people, people, with power, people with power, one has to one also, has to also have, methods have methods by which we challenge those people in power to ensure... That they don't abuse abuse that power power and cause problems and difficulties difficulties for those people people who are their subject subject or subjects to their power. power. I'm now going to change change I'm not going to quote now from Tanakh. I'm going to quote from from The Federalist. Number 70. The author, Alexander Hamilton. Did you see the musical, Hamilton? This is not from the The musical. This is actually something that was published... During the, time during the time of Hamilton's, of Hamilton's, um, um, Hamilton's, Hamilton's involvement, involvement with, the with the creation of the United, of the United States, States, of States of America. From March, From March 18th, 1788, 1788. This, the, this, title the title of this piece, of this piece is, is executive, executive Department Further, further Considered. considered. To, the to the people of the State of New, state York. Of New York, I'm reading, this, I'm reading words. his words, There is an idea idea which is not not without without its advocates, that a vigorous vigorous executive executive is inconsistent with the genius genius of of Republican Republican government. government. The enlightened well-wishers to this species species of government must at least hope hope that the supposition supposition is destitute destitute of foundation, foundation. since Since they can can never never admit admit its truth truth without without at the same time admitting admitting condemnation. condemnation of their own principles. principles. Energy Energy in the executive executive is a leading leading character in the definition definition of good government. government. It is essential essential to the protection of the community community against foreign attacks. attacks. It is not less essential essential to the steady administration administration of the laws to the the protection of property against against those irregular irregular and high-handed combinations combinations, which sometimes sometimes interrupt interrupt the ordinary ordinary course of justice. justice. And to the security security of liberty liberty against against the enterprises enterprises and assaults assaults of ambition, of faction, faction, and and of of anarchy. It's incredibly incredibly important, important, Hamilton is saying, saying, to have strong strong and determined leadership. leadership. And not to allow allow leadership leadership to be undermined, undermined, and to ensure ensure that leadership leadership... is never corrupted, corrupted. because Because the threats threats to leadership leadership are great great and constant. And it continues. continues. Every Every man, the least least conversant conversant in Roman history, knows how often that republic was obliged to take take refuge in 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 the absolute power of a single single man. man. Under the under formidable, formidable title, title of dictator, as well as as well, as, as well, as well against, against the intrigues of, of ambitious individuals, individuals who, aspired who aspired to the tyranny <coughs> at the seditions of whole, of whole classes, classes of the community whose conduct threatened the existence of all government, of all government as, against as against the invasions of external external enemies enemies who menace the the conquest conquest and destruction of Rome. Rome. Sometimes Sometimes leadership needs to be be decisive and strong strong for the very reason that those those who undermine it are complaining about it. In other words, words, sometimes sometimes those who are are good in power power need to use their power power to oppose oppose the bad bad of those who claim that they want want better for the people people. but whose ultimate ultimate aim is is anarchy. anarchy. And Hamilton Hamilton continues. continues... There can can be no no need, need, however, however, to multiply arguments or or examples on this head. head. A feeble feeble executive executive implies a feeble feeble execution execution of the government. government. A feeble feeble execution execution is but but another phrase for a bad execution. execution. And a government government ill-executed, whatever Whatever it it may may be be in theory, theory, must be in practice practice a bad bad government. government. Leadership Leadership with multiple multiple heads, heads, a hydra hydra of leadership, leadership is no leadership leadership at all, right? I mean, we know that, we understand understand it. it. Because Because unless you have decisive and determined determined leadership, which has ideals, ideology... and which is is strong strong in terms of executing executing the power which is given to them, them. it is not leadership leadership at all. It's just a representation representation of ideas, ideas, but it means nothing. nothing. Continues Continues Hamilton. Hamilton. That That unity is conducive to energy energy, will not be disputed. disputed. Decision, Decision, activity, activity, secrecy and dispatch dispatch will generally generally characterize the proceedings of one man in a much much more eminent eminent degree degree than the proceedings of any any greater greater number. number. And in proportion, proportion, as the number number is increased, these qualities qualities will be diminished. diminished. Wherever two or more more persons are engaged engaged in any common enterprise enterprise or pursuit, there is always always danger of difference of of opinion. If it be a public public trust or or office in which which they are clothed with equal dignity and authority, authority, there is peculiar peculiar danger of personal emulation emulation, and even animosity. animosity. From either either, and especially from all these causes, causes, the most bitter bitter dissensions are apt to spring. spring. Whenever these happen, happen, they lessen lessen the respectability, respectability, weaken weaken the authority. And distract, and distract the plans, the plans and operations and operation of those whom they, who they divide. If they should if unfortunately they should assail, assail the supreme executive, executive magistracy, magistracy of the country, of a country consisting, consisting of a plurality of, of, persons, of persons, they, might, they might impede or frustrate, or frustrate the most the important measures of the, measures of the government, of the government in, the in, in the most critical emergencies of the state." Of the state. Of the state. Division, Division and, divisiveness and divisiveness, in other words, says Hamilton. are incredibly incredibly disempowering, disempowering. they create create a power power vacuum, vacuum. there's no such thing as democracy democracy in leadership, leadership. there may be democracy, democracy, but there's no such thing thing as democracy democracy in leadership, leadership. and it continues, and And what is still worse, they might split split the community. community, into the most violent violent and irreconcilable irreconcilable factions, factions, adhering differently to the different different individuals individuals who who compose the magistracy. magistracy. Division Division is destructive, in other words. That's what Hamilton Hamilton is saying. saying, By not giving people people the leadership, you are undermining your your own own ability ability to function in in society. society. We need, we we crave, we demand demand leadership. leadership. Men often oppose a thing, thing. this is Hamilton again, merely because 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 they've had no agency in planning it, it. or because because it may have been been planned by those those whom they dislike. But if they have been consulted and have happened happened to disapprove, disapprove, opposition opposition then becomes, in their estimation, an indispensable duty of love, of self-love. They seem they to seem think themselves bound, in, bound in, honour, in honour and by all the motives of personal infallibility to defeat, to defeat the success of what has, of what been, what has resolved been resolved upon contrary to their, to their, their sentiments. Men of, Men of upright, upright benevolent, benevolent tempers, tempers have too, have too many, too opportunities, many of opportunities of remarking with horror, with horror, with horror to what to desperate lengths this disposition, disposition sometimes carry, how, how, how often the great interests of society Listen to this carefully. carefully. How often often the great great interests of society are sacrificed sacrificed to the vanity, to the conceit, conceit, and to the obstinacy of individuals individuals who have have credit enough enough to make their passions and their caprices interesting to mankind. mankind. In other words, you can can protest and be and be right and still, still be wrong, wrong because of the because damage, of the damage you've caused, you've caused to society, society at large by challenging the, the, leadership. By challenging the leadership. An incredible, An incredible idea. idea. Perhaps, Perhaps the, question the question now before, before the, public the public may, may its in its consequences, afford melancholy, melancholy proofs of the effects of this despicable, despicable frailty, frailty or rather, or rather detestable, detestable vice, vice in the human, in the human character. character. I think think that there is great great tension tension in the concept concept of leadership. leadership. We have to choose choose leaders. leaders. Those leaders leaders have to be much better better than even the sum of their own own parts. parts. They have to be, be in a sense, sense greater than than who they are. They, have to, they have to aspire to perfection. To perfection. They can't they be like, like Eliyahu's like Eli sons, sons who abuse, who abuse their, power. their power. But at the but same, same time, time, when you challenge you leadership, leadership, when you undermine leadership, when you challenge the 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 people in power who run our society, society. you run the danger danger of undermining undermining the very fabric fabric of our existence existence and endangering endangering your own own lives and the future of the the lives of of your families because of what you are doing. doing. Korach may in a sense sense have been right when he said said Rablochem because because everybody everybody was a Kodosh. Yes, it's true. But by challenging Moshe Rabbeinu, and by, and by aligning yourself, yourself with ne'er-do-wells, ne'er people like Dawson and Abiram whose only, only intention was to express their, their resentment, resentment and to undermine, and to undermine leadership. leadership. You're not, You're just, not just... It's, not just, it's not, just not just a revolution against leadership in order to, in order provide, to provide better leadership. Better leadership. It's, revolution. It's, revolution it's revolution for the sake, for the sake of revolution. Of revolution. And there's no such such thing thing as revolution revolution for the sake sake of revolution that ever amounts to positive results. results. Ultimately Ultimately it will fail because it's vanity. vanity. Ultimately it will fail because its its strategy strategy is anarchy. anarchy. Ultimately ultimately it will will fail because it doesn't really, really truly, have the best interests of society society at large at at heart. heart. And therefore, therefore, the the balance... which one has, which to, one to, has strike. to strike, has always, has always to be, be. Respect, respect and revere, and revere leadership, leadership. Ensure, that ensure that if you that have if complaints against leadership, against leadership that it's that expressed in expressed such a way such that, a way that art does, art does art not, not undermine leadership and, leadership and doesn't undermine the function functioning of society, society. And, to and to avoid, avoid any, association any association with dosons, with dosons and, and avirams. to avoid any association with those Even if you are correct, correct, who would do anything anything to to foment rebellion rebellion and anarchy anarchy within the society society from which we benefit benefit and from which we we take so much. much. We leave it here for today. Thank today. Thank you.